America. My name is I'm Yosef Frimpong. I come to you live every Thursday. I'm doing a special Friday night show because I've had Kevin Samuels on my mind. He's kind of taken over a lot of space in people's imaginations. And it's because he gets so much wrong, but he gets so many small and important things right. So I'm just going to talk about one thing he gets wrong really quickly in terms of valuation because he says he pretty much says the most important thing a man needs to look for in terms of how valuable they are on the market which is already a bad way to think about the market's a very specific institution that works for like certain relationships in civil uh civil society like business relationships but since but since families aren't businesses this whole idea of a marriage market is already uh, a distortion We'll get into that later, but what I want to tell you right now is one thing he gets, he's playing the game by the wrong rules. He's playing the game by white men's rules. White men attract through money. Black people, if you think that you're going to play, that ga- play the game by those rules, You've already lost the game. I don't, I don't, there's no other way for me to tell. There's only a few other ways to tell. If you're trying to attract a mate based on your ability to provide and protect her, you've already, you don't want her. (laughs) Because this is America. Your ability to provide is going to be dependent on sucking up to some white guy. And you don't want that in your life. Um, It's going to be dependent on on like yeah sucking up to some white private company guy at work and like there's no amount of 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 money that's worth that in your dignity right so so if you're trying to i'll say this again if you're trying to attract a mate by showing that you could protect and provide for her you're already doing this wrong you're already doing this wrong because you are premising your attractiveness and your future relationships, your intimate relationships, on something that's out of your control. Because you can't control, you're a black man in America, you cannot control how much money you will make. You can't control how hard you'll work. And you can control, you can't control how much money you'll make and be able to stay black. Because if you're serious about being black, at any point in time, you could be too black for your boss. And the only way to keep that job is to make sure you're never too black for your boss. And that means at some point in time, you're going to end up treating other black people like dirt, and that's not fair, and that's not appropriate, and that's no way to live life, right? So if your whole intimate world is premised on you securing the bag, securing the bag in America is always going to be contingent on keeping white people happy. And that is unacceptable. It's unacceptable. I think uh, with any sort of dignity, I think it's unacceptable. And so that's not actually setting you up for a win. So it's setting you up to play the intimate partner game by settler colonial white people rules. That's not the right dimension chess, black man. And I'm going to tell you something. It's not the right dimension chess. And I say this, and I don't know what I can say except I've always, like, I don't have a problem dating. I never did, and I never had money, right? Especially, well, after after 22, right? So here's the deal. 
If you are a straight black guy, just know that very attractive women have been hit on every single day since they were 15. Every single day. You're a very attractive woman. You've been hit on every single day since you were 15. Right? So if you're still single by the time you're 24, now if you're a non-black woman and you're still single by the time you're 24, it's not because you haven't had the chance. If you're attractive non-black woman and you're still single by the time you're 24, it's not because you haven't had the chance. You've been proposed to, you've had like you've had all of the variety of chads and brads and whatever and you have just decided not to because ultimately they're boring. And that's that's and you've just decided not to. So single non-black women in the United States have had the opportunity and they by right after they're 20, especially if they've gone to college, right? So if you've gone to college, um you're and you're still single after like 23, 24, you it's not because you haven't found Mr. Right, it's because you've been bored by the options that have been put in front of you. Right. So Trying to be a guy who could outspend those guys is ridiculous because those guys had money, like real money. They had non-black money. So you're trying to bring your black money to their non-black money. That's not going to work. Right. Now, if you're a black woman and you're attractive and you're still single after 24 or 25, you might not have had, you still might be the kind of person who would have married but not have had the opportunity to, like, Marry for money. But even still, like, by 25, the really attractive black women have been proposed to. They've been, like, they've been trying to level up. The ones who would try to level up have been level up, and the ones who haven't understand that that's going to be a kind of a boring relationship, right? Because those guys are boring. Have you been around people who are impressed by money, all they can talk about is money. And do you understand how boring it is to actually spend time, meaningful time, with someone who can only talk about the things they buy or traveling, in general traveling? Oh, because all traveling means is you like going somewhere with, with a strong dollar, right? So do you understand how boring it is? So, so women over, attractive, very attractive women over 25, if they're still single, it's not because they haven't had the opportunity to secure the bag. It's because they almost did with Chad, Brad, Thad, but they decided at the last minute that like a life of that kind of boringness, especially now that like it's 2021 and pretty much attractive women who are smart know that they can get a job. Corporate America likes them because they think they're compliant, right? So they're not, you, they don't need your money. They don't need your money, right? If they were in it for the money, they would have already married. And so, like, nobody, nobody non black dated me for the money. And that's yeah you have to and then nobody black dated me for the money because i like i i never pretended to have money right <laughs> like i met my wife working at a bookstore she came in 
asked for a book. I had read the book. And now we're married and with three kids. Right? And like, I, when I was at a, I worked at a grocery store for a while. You know what? I was a very charming cashier, dated very well at the grocery store. <laughs> you know? I, it's, and they knew how much money I made because I was working at the grocery store. And, you know, the bookstore did very fine. And class, it was fine. But it was never about the money because after about 22, if you're the kind of person who expects, or who's like bought into this ideology of like a man supposed to make a lot of money and protect and, and, and provide for me, then you've already had your shot at like the guy and you were bored by him and you knew that that life was going to be ultimately boring or you realized that you can make your own money and like you need a guy who was actually interesting and good company, which I am. I'm also low-key, I don't have to like be, take, I don't have to uh, preen about my appearance because I'm actually low-key, a little bit good-looking. I just don't have to worry about it that much. Like I work out, I run, I eat well. Turns out when I put in contacts and I shave and and I, and I dress up, I'm actually a kind of handsome guy, but I don't have to floss. Like, I don't have to do that because I have the internal characteristic that's actually kind of attractive. Um, and you don't need the money. And that is the next dimension chess. If you're a black guy, by the time someone's dating a black guy, they're not dating you for money. If you're dating a black guy for money, like, there are already so many confusions going on about, like, your understanding of black male life. Um, and if you're a black guy thinking that like you're going to attract a woman for money, that's just setting yourself up for a very stressful, for a very stressful, because you might get the relationship, but what do you have to do to keep it? You have to keep the money coming in. And if you're black and you have to keep the money coming in, that's going to start compromising some of your integrity <clears throat> around other issues. So that's just not, that's not going to be your play. You have to understand your competition and this world is, and actually the people you want to attract. There are a lot of women who make good money or who are otherwise upwardly mobile who do not need a dude for money. They might think they do, but then they, they actually date that dude that they thought for money, uh, for money and status, and it turns out that that guy bored them or was not the person, like, not particularly interesting uh, or interested. And because it turns out if you only talk about, like, things you can buy or, like, vaguely traveling, you're kind of boring. Or all of your baller dreams. Like, like, this idea that you're going to wow your next intimate partner with like promising her that you can get a McMansion in the suburbs as if you were white guy as if you were a white guy with money is just is ludicrous um and that person isn't going to be very interesting you're not going to want that person so um this idea that the only thing black men bring is the same thing that white men bring, which is money and necessarily social power is not, not true. What black men bring to the table is that they're not white men. 
They're not assholes. So you don't, like, don't be an asshole. And don't pose like you're going to play that role in the relationship. And it turns out that there are a good amount of pretty cool women who actually, who are attractive, who actually just want like a nice enough attractive guy who's not, um, who's charming and well-read or whatever, but not, but not necessarily rich. Money isn't the attractive quality. After a date with me, you know I'd be like a heck of a parent. And you know who's not a heck of a parent? A lot of guys who make money, right? So after a date with me, you'd think, oh, this guy's going to be funny. He's going to be a heck of a parent. And like he's pretty cool to prob- uh, solve problems with. Although he's broke, but like whatever, I make enough. So um, as long as he's not like a huge financial liability, I don't need, you don't need that out of a relationship. Women don't necessarily need money out of a relationship. Like they need other things. It's 2021. <laughs> like they can make their own money. And the labor market in the United States, in a lot of ways, it's actually more favorable for them to make money relative to a black dude. So don't go in with that angle. Don't try to play the game with white gender norms and by the white guy's rules because you're not going to beat the white guy. And then if you only, the only black woman you're going to attract is the, the black lady who wants to be treated like a white lady. And so like that's going to be a disaster. So you just be cool and be Stedman. Stedman wasn't trying to try to outspend Oprah. Like, not just Stedman. There are a lot of, there are a lot of guys who, like, just kind of know that that's just not their play. Um, like, that's just not, and they get whatever they're, what they want. Like, I, I think, I don't know what to tell you, but I, the idea that black men need to pretend that, they're in the same game in the same way as white men without understanding how deficient people who need, people who depend on money to attract women are not unlike people who depend on prostitutes for sex. Right? So if you the biggest thing you bring into the relationship is your wallet and your ability to pay for things and take care of them, that's like... That's, that's really saying something about your character. And that's saying something obvious to women who have a certain quality who actually don't necessarily need your money. They already have their money, so they don't need your money. They need your character. And if you don't have it, then, and you try to pretend that money equals character or like buying things for them will equal character, that's a confusion. It's a confusion. So work on your wit. Work on your wit. Work on your insight into the world. Work on being a, the person someone wants to talk to and come to advice for, and like in a charming way, and not someone who's going to buy them out of trouble. Work on your just like, don't be a jerk, right? Like, don't be a jerk, and you'll find yourself attracting very attractive women who are tired of being with jerks.
they are out there and they're fine. So yeah, so eat well, exercise, do all of that, stay fit. Because at any point in time, you need to be like, you know, a haircut and a shave away from, uh, you know, the red carpet or whatever. But don't try to make that your play because you're not going to, you're playing the wrong game. You're playing the wrong game. Because what you'll end up with is someone who's looking for somebody who could do even better. Or someone who's just like boring. Right? So you don't be boring. You'll attract people who are not attracted uh, to boring. And I think everything wins. And that is what you bring to the table, black man. And you'd be surprised how many people need that. How many people would get a charge out of that? How many people get turned on by just being charming? And just knowing that, like, you know what? I don't need his money. I need his wit. Like, think about the kind of father he would be. Think about the kind of, like, partner he would be. Think about the, the sense of humor I could have with him. Think about, you know, the plans we can go together with. Think about the fact that he actually listens to me and actually, like, is interested Right? It's not enough to be interesting. You have to actually be interested. And then interesting people will want you around. Right? And you could do all of that internally without needing money. Without needing a, you could do that on $30,000 a year. You can do that on $25,000. You can date very well on $25,000 a year. The girl's going to have to have a pretty good sense of humor. I'll admit that. Um, it's easier to do this at 30. But uh, at, at, at 35 and 35, 40. But at 35, if you're a black man, you could actually do pretty well in terms of attracting the right woman, but you will not attract a woman who actually still thinks that the man's role is to make a lot of money and provide and take care of her. What you will do is attract the women who've been through that road, dated that guy, and is like, I don't want that guy because that guy has all these other hangups. He doesn't want me to drive. He gets intimidated by my salary. Like, all of that nonsense. You could just say that, like, I'm not about that nonsense. I'm about goofing off when you get home from work and, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, We'll joke around and we'll have a good time. And, you know, you work hard, but you, that can be just like, I'm about solving interesting problems with you. So how are we going to solve interesting problems? Because there are enough women with enough money of their own who don't need any more, who don't necessarily need a man to take care of them, but they do need someone to help solve problems with them. Black guy, you could be that guy. White guys can't be that guy very well because they're too busy being white guys, which is a whole, like, mind screw for them. And so, like I said, if you're an attractive woman, you've been hit on every day by someone who's trying to wow you with money and, like, masculinity since you were 16. If you're still single at 25, it's because you've chosen not to do that. It's because that wasn't interesting. It's because those guys are all the same in the same boring way. And that is what, uh, like, we need to understand, black people, that, like, that's, 
black eyes, that is what we can bring to that kind of relationship, not necessarily money. And, if, and this is the problem with market ideology. Kevin um, Samuels thinks that markets are the truth. Markets don't tell you the truth. Markets just tell you what other people happen to like at that moment because of what they've been groomed like. People don't expect to fall for me. They're surprised when I have something interesting to say. I'm sure no small number of people on this video are surprised when um, so, so no small number of people are surprised when I have something to say and like actually like, oh, I didn't think this video would actually be interesting. But that is um, that is that is the case, right? You're creating your own value um, in a non-obvious way with your mind. And that's, you know, that's pretty much what I do with the Funky Academic. And by the way, if you support anything I do, go ahead and go to www.funkyacademic.com. I'm giving you the product that you didn't know you needed, but let's be honest, if you've been watching for last year, turns out you've needed it the whole time, right? So this wasn't something that was going to be obviously marketable, but yet... I created my own niche. I created my own niche, and I didn't do it with like you know cologne, and uh, and and telling you to be what what's what's uh, Tariq Nasheed's deal with his. I didn't do that with Mac moves or like telling you to be high level. Like no, I do it with wisdom, and I, I think you can too. Because that's what you give to America. You're not going to be able to outspend other men in America. You're not going to be able to attract by like showing financial like supremacy. But the good news is women don't need that now. What they need is someone to help them navigate modern America. <laughs> and uh, you need someone to help them navigate modern America and go at the, 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 the right um place so you come here and you learn that i you know i think pretty much black men are disposable in terms of the in terms of the economy right so understanding that the black men are functionally disposable that's why you can throw so many of us in jail uh, we're functionally disposable in terms of the economy the economy still has some sort of use for uh black women but black men are are disposable so this idea that you're going to use the same market metrics when you're a disposable population, it's just setting yourself for failure and frustration. It's just setting yourself up for failure and frustration and anxiety because, like I said, let's say you actually attract the right woman because of your, um, uh, because you at the time seem like you're high level, um, high value, uh, according to what's in your what's in your wallet. What do you do to stay there? That's external to who you are as a person. If you attract someone based on the quality of your character, you don't have to worry about that going away because it doesn't matter what any boss or anybody says, you still get to be you, right? You might not be able to control your health, but like you can stay fit and probably control your health somewhat. But you still, like that's, it's not an external evaluation. And that's the problem with putting everything on the market. The market is an external evaluation. You're always on the whims of somebody else as opposed to like creating your own value internally and then drawing them in with that.
right? So you, uh, like I think in intimate relationships, what you just need to do is settle down with someone who you can creatively solve problems with because that's what the game's going to be. And the more interesting problems, the closer the bond. And I think raising kids is a very interesting internal problem and then dealing with white supremacy is a very interesting external problems. So if you're like, if you're cool talking about how to raise awesome kids, good black radicals, um, I think within the family, and also how to restructure the whites outside of society, <laughs> outside of the outside of the family, um, then like that will be the uh, like an interesting glue to kind of hold interesting conversations with the person you're with. This idea that women need a provider is confused. And this idea that you can't get like an attractive woman without showing yourself to be some sort of provider is naive and a little bit dated and just not true. Like there is going to be a problem because non-black women figure this out after the after the fifth time they've been pro pro um, proposed to by a provider, non-black women realize that like they want something else in their life. But the problem is, attractive black women, it might take them a few more years to be proposed to by five non <laughs> by five providers before they realize they're boring. So, so there's gonna there might be a time delay if you're uh, looking for a, an attractive black woman who's not like not taken with Shonda Rhimes shows and, and thinks that like she, she's, she's gonna end up with an anesthesiologist or, or an, an otherwise earner. But there are no small number of very smart, very educated women, even in their late 20s, without even having kids yet, um, who have had the opportunity, but had decided no, just because those guys are boring. And they are thirsty and desperate for someone who's just not like everybody else. So uh, keep being interesting, keep being interested and draw your value from that. And then you'd be surprised how, um, how many, like, like I said, women who've, who've who thought they wanted an earner and it turns out that they wanted someone they could actually stand talking to as opposed to someone who always talked about money or like cars, those guys are boring. And like people have like existential dread in their life. They want someone who could deal with that. Not necessarily like in a, in a like, so this is, um, so I think Kevin Samuels substantively and importantly gets wrong what black men's romantic move should be. It shouldn't be saying that you could provide like a white guy. Because maybe you can't. This is America. This is their America until we've reconstructed it. So maybe you can't. And also, white guys are deficient because the things they have to do to provide make them boring as heck. So you don't, you just don't have to play that game on any level to get the quality of person you think you need. You just have to show that you work hard, you're creative, and you're interested. And that will, and like, and just, yeah, take that off the mind. You do everything else, like I say, like, don't let yourself, like, 
Like if I, like I said, at, at any point in time, I could just shave, put on contacts, get a haircut, and all of a sudden I'm, a, I'm an attractive guy again. And, but I don't need to let that overwhelm my life. I don't have to floss. I don't have to like. Yeah, you never, you'll never see me like Tariq Nasheed or or Kevin Samuels. What you will see me is like I got, I got three wonderful kids. Okay, so that. So now that I've hope I've hopefully I've dispelled the notion that um, Samuels has the uh, the right idea about what black men bring to the dating realm. All right, I hope I've I've explained that. All right, second, this whole idea of evalu evaluation is poor because there is an assumption that there's only one kind of way to be a good, happy um, man in America with an attractive spouse or an attractive partner, right? So there's this idea that you need, you can buy your way there, but you can't, right? So who's happier? Who's higher value? Who's living a higher quality life? The 55-year-old guy with $3 million in the bank or the 40-year-old guy or, like, no, we'll just take two 55-year-old guys. You got a 55-year-old guy with $4 million in the bank, single, no kids, nothing, but $4 million in the bank. That's real cheese, right? Or the 55-year-old guy with three wonderful, functional, fantastic, charming, adult children. Because by the time you have three adult children who are charming, fantastic, and wonderful, um, that means you put in 20 years of good work making them that way. And they're not confused about like what it means to be black or anything in life. They're just like great people you like hanging around yourself. Because um, you, know, you, you did well. Right? So who's living a higher value life? The married guy with three kids, all of them functional adults who are interesting and interested themselves or the 55-year-old uh, single guy without, a, uh, without any kids, right? So who's living the, like, the higher quality life? If they're all about money, you would say the guy without the, sing with the kids. But it's not about money. There are other institutions of freedom that aren't just in civil society. That's the job market. So you don't need a great job. You need a good job that where you have control over your working conditions and you don't spend all of your time sucking up to white people. You need a good family. Not necessarily, you don't, you don't, you don't even want like the best family money can buy because what makes a good family isn't the money. It's you being actually being able to spend quality time forming wonderful people in the unit. So like you got to ask yourself, who's living the better life? Who's living the better life? And I think that's a, I think that's a pretty high quality life. The latter one, um, just thinking about, like in, in, in twelve years, I'm going to have adult children that I adore and who are going to be wonderful. And I know a lot of people with a lot of money who screw up their kids. They take their eye off the ball, and pretty soon the kids end up in drugs, or the kids end up being confused about what it means, what all of this means. These are white, these are white people with real money. 
they still end up screwing up their kids because they don't spend enough time with them and they don't actually think about what it means to actually, it's complicated to be in a, to, to live in America. It's complicated to, to, this is a late modern society. It's complicated to navigate all the specific roles you have to fill. Um, so parents screw that up and their kids are, end up being wastrels. My kids aren't going to be because like, that's one thing I keep my eye on, right? So in 12 years, they're going to be wonderful, like functional adults. And that's going to be a fantastic thing. And I, I just, and it doesn't really, and at that point, it's not going to matter what's in my bank account because it'll be enough, whatever enough means, they'll be functional. What it's not going to have to do is go to their rehab <laughs> you know, it's not going to have to go to their like trouble because we a lot of like, they got a lot of white friends who, you know, got a lot of money and then end up spending it all on a divorce because they didn't actually think about who they're going to marry or they all sp they spend it uh, helping out their screw up kids because they didn't actually think about what it means to like raise functional kids. And so they, it sucks up all their money that way. I'm not going to have to worry about that. So it means. I'm not going to necessarily have to make that much more money, like make money, because I'm not going to spend it on that stuff. And I still get the great kids. So I, I, so what does it mean? If, you're, if your family's held together by you being a provider, if that's how you keep your wife in check, that's how you keep your kids in check, that's how you keep everything kind of running, then, and, and that's what you bring to the table, that's a recipe for like kids I don't even like. And spouses I don't even like. And because they're not interested in like in actually making decisions for themselves or with other people. They're only interested in you're only and and these are the spouses that kill their other spouses. Because what happens when you retire with a high value woman who married you for your money? Now you're retired, you're almost home, and she kind of wants your life insurance and wants you gone. She'll put Clorox in your coffee and kill you. We don't know how many spousal murders there are in these United States. They don't do autopsies. Wives are killing husbands they married for money all over the United States. All over the United States. We don't know. It's happening all the time. You don't have to worry about your spouse killing you if you're actually interesting. <laughs> you don't have to worry about your kids disowning you if you're actually interesting. And so... Um, So yeah, so I don't I don't know what to tell you. Like, all I can say is, if you go, if you lead with your mind and not your wallet, there's a place for you in America. There's a place for you in the American economy. There, it's it, it's it might not be the place you want, but it'll be a place without kissing white ass. There's a place for you in the bedroom with. An attractive person who's not going to be with you for your money. Like I said, I, I, I don't like talking like this, but like dating isn't that hard if you're smart and interesting and the quality of people you get. Like even, and I didn't, I dated in the time before apps. Like I just, you know, picked up people I met. But still, if it wasn't a problem because I was interesting and just good enough looking. Because most people are boring. If all they're doing is thinking about work and all they bring is money, they are boring. Intensely boring. And things are going to buy. That's all, like, the, the, I, can't, I cannot 
communicate how not being interested in interesting things is just a, a turnoff for the women who have been hit on by money for a decade. Right? So once again, if you're an attractive woman, you've been hit on since you were 15. If you wanted money, you could have gotten it by the time you're 25. If you're still 25, 24, 23 and single, it's not because you didn't have opportunities to marry for money. It's because you met the opportunity to marry for money and were like, ugh, can't do it. And you're looking for something else. You don't know what you're looking for, but you're looking for something else. Blackberry, you could be that something else. But you can't try to like play the game. You, or you shouldn't try because that's a stressful way to do it. You, you, you shouldn't try to play the game by the rules that Samuel's um, uh, is spitting. And that way you won't end up, you'll, marry, you'll end up with someone who's with you for the right reasons, reasons that you can sustain and reasons that you can sustain and keep your integrity. And it will be like, Ah, interesting. So, thank you for your time. Um, markets are kind of a bad way to think about more important relationships. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about this next Thursday when we talk about contracts um, and why you can't just think of everything as a contract. But... Black man, what you bring to the table, don't let anyone tell you that what you bring to the table is your ability to make money because that's just not true. <laughs> that is not what you bring to the table. You bring insight into how that's not all of what it means to be a man. And that is a very attractive thing to women who've had the opportunity to be taken care of but then decided that, like, actually, I just want someone who's interesting and who could help solve problems with me. And, uh, and, you know, help, you know, work in civil society, do good community work, help with the kids, and just kind of be, like, more than a wallet who's bossing me around. <laughs> All right. So thank you for your time, and I will see you on Thursday. Peace.